G'day, guitar wankers, mates, hey, going, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at Guitar Wank Headquarters, episode 178. Here we go. Are you excited? I'm excited. Uh, we're going to go with another Bruce Mobile out on the road, hitting the pavement, travelling across the country, interviews. Guitar Wank is now officially... Uh, uh, mobile. We'll have our own correspondent, Bruce Foreman, who's out on the road. I'm going to throw to Bruce in a second. He went to uh, the Chet Atkins Appreciation Society in Nashville or the other week, and he caught up with a bunch of blokes out there. No ladies, Bruce. Is that sexism? Is that sexist, I ask you, sir? We will have to ask those hard questions when Bruce is back in the studio. I know that will be a topic of discussion. Um, we need more ladies on the show. Clearly, there's a lot of talented ladies out there. Um, I can think of many, and not one name comes to mind right now. <laughs> Quite can't I think of your name. <laughs> ah, blanks have gone. i got to stop doing whatever I'm doing. Anyway, he went out there, and uh, I know he caught up with a lot of great people. Obviously, Tommy Emmanuel last week. That was a great hang with the two greats shooting the shit uh this week we have peter hendrickson hendrickson uh of hendrickson amplifiers i'm sure he's gonna uh discuss all the ins and outs of that another solder sniffer another amplifier man changing the world and making our life a lot easier as guitar players uh sean mcgowan i know he caught up with sean that got that coming up tim thompson uh and gruns guitars so that's kind of cool, all in Nashville. So fantastic, Bruce. Great work there. I'm sure Guitar Wank will be paying for this <laughs> for, for many months to come. That bar bill and uh, the, the, the hotel damage and everything else that was caused out there. Apparently it was pretty rowdy out at the Chet Atkins Appreciation Society event. Uh, you give these guitarists a thumb pick and they just go stupid. Bruce has got some pretty cool stories. I've got to get got him to tell you uh, how he gave a class to a bunch of thumb pickers and told him, don't concentrate on the thumb. It's not the most important thing. Can you imagine that sitting at the Chet Atkins Appreciation Society doing a jazz lesson and you tell everyone, you know what? Don't concentrate on the thumb. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome. We'll have to get Bruce to tell that story. Anyway, so Bruce is going to do that. This is one episode. One episode. This is 178. Oh, man. I did have a, a, a text message. <laughs> I did have a text message from Shane Terrio. Shane wrote me, quote, um, Hey, Troy, thanks for the shout-out on the Lucifer episode. Ep- episode. Lucifer episode. I love that one. Wish I could do intros like you. They are always funny as hell. Um, <laughs> Shane, you just have to basically talk and have nothing prepared and uh, clearly have no idea what you're talking about. And you can achieve this high level of superiority for a guitar wank intro. Um, I know you can do it, mate. I really do know you have this. You're capable. <laughs> Mate, we're going to get Shane back on the show. Definitely got to get Shane back on the show. He's a, he's a great man. Uh, yeah, so there you go. We've got a lot coming up. I'm trying to get um, Eric Singer 
a, a friend of ours, the drummer for Kiss. I believe Kiss are on their last tour. I would love to get Eric on the show, and I want to get in the ins and outs of the Kiss world. That, to me, would be very interesting. Forget this jazz shit. I don't know where that's going to take you. Um, <sighs> now I'm ranting. There you go. All right, all those compliments that Shane gave me, I just threw them out the window. All right, so let's get into this. Bruce is uh, doing this. Also, we have a new person in the mail room and the email room. It's David. David's going to be handling all your complaints because we're getting way too many. And I believe last week or the week before when uh, Scott was here, uh, I made a boo-boo. Bruce, uh, we were supposed to take out some ranting, some political rants, because we have decided as a podcast not to go there because we know we all get political BS everywhere else and we don't need it on Guitar Wank. We've heard the emails, the the, the, the few that you have sent in. Uh, we are listening, and I agree. Bruce agrees. There's no point. No point going there. We hear it enough everywhere else. And it's all BS and it's just a big shite mess at the moment. So Guitar Wank does not want to add to that. So I do apologise for last the other week where Scott just ranted. I was supposed to take it out and I forgot. But do remember, if you are listening to the podcast and you've been a long-time listener and you were offended by that, I'm, I'm a little confused because you know where Scott comes from and Scott's a straight shooter. So, um... Just know that it's not a regular thing on Guitar Wank and uh, we will uh, be doing, well, not attempting to do any political rants on this show. There may be statements or paragraphs, but no full-on discussions. We're going to avoid that if we can because we don't want to add to the noise. But we will add to the noise of guitar and all music and everything else in life. So uh, just letting you all know for all those people out there who are a little peeved off with Scott's comments, and for God's sakes, you know, can we get some thicker skin? I mean, it's all just BS anyway, isn't it? All right, to all my Aussie mates down there in Melbourne, Sydney, to all the guitar players down there, thank you so much for looking after Bruce, that lost soul. He was in Australia. He had such a great time. He seriously wants to move down there, and uh, all the guitar players down there who are super talented, and that's why I moved away, because there was... uh, it's uh, less uh, frightening over here Not really, but anyway, you know what I mean uh, We really appreciate all the support And thank you so much for supporting Bruce and Danielle down there It means a lot And I know they were just completely blown away With just the outpour of love And um, money and beer that was bought So that's fantastic Good on you guys Thanks guys, really appreciate it If you are coming to LA from Australia Make sure you reach out Let's get a beer That'd be always fun to catch up with a fellow Aussie guitar wank listener Alright, let's get into it This is Bruce out and about in Nashville (laughs) Interviewing all these people A lot of fun And um, uh, I I think a big shout out to Shane Terrio You too can do intros like this Shane If you try to not prepare and be un as un as <laughs> as organised as possible. Ah, shut up, my cousin. Let's get on with it. All right, I think I've wasted enough time of everyone's. All right, let's get into it. You know, you can fast forward. Don't fucking write me an email and tell me that my intros are too long. Just fucking fast forward. That's what the button's for. All right, it's been a while. Anyway, all right, let's get into it. Not- 
playing enough or something. Something's wrong. All right, I'm on my, on my bike. See you bastards later. See you guys next week. Ladies, that wasn't directed at you. To the one... Jennifer Patton. Batten. When are you coming on the show? We need some ladies on the show. More lady guitar players. That's what we need. I'd love to get Jennifer on the show. Jen, I know you're out there. I know you're a long-time listener. We need some ladies on the show. Come on. All right. <laughs> talk to you later. She'll never talk to me again. All right. Bye, guys. Oh, that's not Welcome to Guitar Wank Studios remote facilities here in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee for the CAS convention, the Chet Atkins Appreciation Society. And I am very honored to finally get for Guitar Wank somebody we all have heard about and whose products we have all heard about, Mr. Peter Henriksen of Henriksen Amps. Welcome to Guitar Wank Nashville. Guitar Wank Nashville. Well, it's pleasure to finally be uh be on your uh, podcast yeah so um do you, do you go to bed at, at night like you know with a big swelled head knowing you've changed the world for people like us <laughs> i almost hate hearing that because it's uh it's it's an honor but then it's almost like a some responsibility uh if things go wrong well there, there, there is that yeah you know i mean i gotta tell you just the other night Two nights ago, I did a gig where I brought my uh, my umbel amp, and it was the first time, and I can't remember when, that I had to drive up to the door of the place, pull the amp out of the car, put the hand cart together, roll it to the thing, put it up, go park, worry if about my stuff being left behind. You know that that that, that thing we've done. Yeah, I've yeah. done my whole yeah, life millions of you times. Know? Yeah, and and it, I realized how long it's been <laughs> since I've done that between being on the road and being supplied with amps and of course having the bud right which has changed my life uh it was truly uh I went like it was deja vu yeah well that's it's really awesome to hear that in stories like that because <clears throat> when we sort of accidentally built the first bud it just kind of came together and uh I you know, I had a lunchbox. There's a lot of other smaller amps. They're loud. They're kind of spare tire-y. Uh, they're good to have around. But just something that was high quality, but that same portability. And I thought if we could pull that off, we could really change things for a lot of people, particularly, you know, 
Uh, if you live somewhere where parking is horrible, you know, or the public transportation is actually usable, yeah. uh, I- if we could design something that truly was that professionally gigable. And and how do, how do, I mean just kind of back up and tell us about uh, your how you got into making amps, how you the guitar, the music, the whole thing, how this all sort of happened. Sure. For you. Uh, it goes back to uh, my dad retiring for the fifth or sixth time he was one of those people he literally worked on his deathbed till his last day uh he wasn't uh yeah, he was retired so he started playing music more and he uh put together a little combo and went through you know like everybody a dozen different amps just trying to find something that sounded great and he went through a bunch of guitars he finally ordered uh the sadowski jim hall model and that was his you know, he had, aha, this is the guitar that's perfect for me. Now it sounds like crap because he's plugging it into, you know, um, half working polytones and that kind of thing. And like, you know, everybody else just was always seeking this amp tone. And he decided, you know what, I know how to build an amplifier. So I'm just going to create something. And I thought it was just one of his weird side projects. And uh, he got really serious about it. And he uh, eventually called me and said, you know, I think I really got something here. I don't, uh, I can't do this by myself. Would you be interested in starting a company and uh, building amplifiers? And I wasn't going to say no to that. <laughs> so, what were you doing at the time? Uh, I was doing uh, basically database connectivity with websites, um, software engineering stuff. It was getting really boring. Um, but I had mo- a lot of my job was also uh, uh, working with internet marketing on websites and so search engine optimization and that kind of thing. So it allowed us to get a jump start competitively with the amplifiers because I was able to get us you know top search engine rank. This was all before they changed all the rules. Now mm-hmm. you have to hire somebody to do it. But yeah. um, so we shipped our first. We decided we'll build a hundred of these. So the, the bud came out of the, the amp that your dad built. Yeah, my dad, uh, when we started, we had the jazz amp. We made a 10-inch version and I a 12-inch that. version. That's been around for quite a while. 2006, we yeah. shipped the first one. And uh, so then we we thought we'd build 100 of them, see how it went. And uh, people liked them, so we stayed in business. And uh, then my dad got sick in 2008 at the end of 2008 and he passed away in 2009 and the economy went to crap and our yeah. whole industry got, you know, kind of, uh, sidelined. And so we were kind of coasting along, you know, uh, I hired a couple people to help me finish some of my dad's projects with the amplifier, but we didn't make a lot of changes until, uh, 2014 or 15. I can't remember which, um, we hired Nate Mender, who's now our vice president. And, uh, he we hired him to work one day a week and uh he, we, he just ended up redesigning the circuit and uh, just improving the product and uh the bud came about because we uh we kind of rearranged the shop and i had one more box of my dad's stuff laying around and there was a small uh wooden speaker cabinet with a six inch speaker stuck in it and it was a slow day, and I just had thought, well, let's see how small of an amplifier I can build. 
and uh, slapped it together, put some Tolex on it, put some corners on it. It's really, uh, I, th- I think you saw the, yeah. the original prototype at my office. Yeah. And uh, I put a picture of it on Facebook and, uh, you know, just kind of as a, you know, a goof. And every there were so many replies. People said, hey, I'll, you know, that looks great. Uh and then my friend Sean McGowan took it on a gig, actually. And he said, you know what? This thing's actually, you know, it's all right. So we started messing with it, put it on the shelf for a while, took it back out. And then Eminence came out with a better version of that speaker. We put it in. And suddenly it went from, wow, this thing's tiny to, wow, this thing actually sounds good. And it sort of evolved out of that. And uh, we took a few of them to um, the twenty. 20- 14, no, 2015 January NAMM show and uh, had some friends try them out. And uh, I think it was Eric Sky and Mark Goldenberg actually played through the first ones at the Santa Cruz booth. And uh, it's it was kind of, uh, we knew they sounded good. We just needed some affirmation that, yes, in fact, these things sound great. And so that's kind of how the bud got started. And here we are four years later, and uh, it's really what I thought would be, you know, I wanted to build a tiny little single channel jazz amp and it just evolved into uh, 80% of our business at one point. Wow, that's great. I mean, it really has changed things for me. I mean, the, but not just the portability. It does sound great. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wouldn't use it if it didn't. And, of course, yeah. And, and, you know, being a guy who kind of came out of the one of the jazz guys, I never really loved the polytone. Right. I, I liked it because of its portability, and yep. I got one, and I used it for a couple of years, and I was one of the first to go back. Right. I mean, besides, I don't think I'm talking out of school, the polytones were not really well made. They were always breaking. Mm-hmm. They had issues with humps and stuff. Um, I just, and, and I was lucky enough in the curve back when everybody was trying to get rid of all their heavy stuff to get the polytone. So I ended up with my Pro Reverb that mm-hmm. I still have from 65, which right. is just an amazing amp, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. amazingly heavy at least. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I've always liked that sound, you know, and and so when I went to the Bud, uh, a couple of guys, John Story, for instance, you know, he says, yeah, I mean, I love this thing. He says, you know, just play it and don't expect it to be. Mm-hmm. what that is you right. know like just listen to it for what it is and it you'll find that it really does the job and you know and I was in the transition also from using my L5 to the newer more acoustic guitar right so it was nice to have a little bit more mid-range and mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah it's like it's changed my world it really has I love it I you know I'm grateful whenever I go on the road and see one I know yeah. I know what I'm getting you know <laughs> And uh, it's really thank you for saving our backs and our arms and and you know and and it's amazingly versatile. I mean, it's not the biggest sounding amp, obviously, but it works. I've, I've played it with organ trios, which mm-hmm. are really loud. Yep. Kind of, we have to jump up on top of a lot of sound. Right. And uh, it functions well. Yeah. And and the the thing I really appreciate is is the XLR. I don't know how you develop that direct out circuit. But uh, it really, you know, usually amps sound pretty bad right. with a direct out. I mean, you know, you always want to mic the speaker. Right. right. And, and yours, I really have no problem saying, hey, just take a direct yeah. out. Well, that was another important feature that we wanted to, to design in because we knew 
that with something that small, you're going to take it to larger gigs. And then at that point, it's basically, you know, a really high quality DI with a monitor speaker attached to it. And, uh, we wanted to make, we wanted to make the, the output post everything so that the soundboard's getting what you're hearing. So you send them the signal that you want them to have. Is that unusual in an amp? A lot of them are just a, a pre, a, uh, like a direct out from the where you plug into the amplifier. It just spurs that signal off. Real, oh, that, so that's the why. I mean, I, on know, a lot of it, it, everything's right. different. Okay. Yeah, all right. And a lot of amps have a pre and post button. Um, okay, that's I think that's more popular amongst bass amps, uh-huh. um, so that you can choose whether you want it. You know. There's not a lot of space on the bud, so we had to pick a horse, so we yeah. went with post. Right. Well, I mean, it, it really is nice to have, you know, and a lot of sound men, they, they just do both. They make right. the speaker, and of course that speaker's a little six-inch speaker, so yeah. you know. Oh, if you look on uh, our original, we had Premier Guitar do a review of the bud at, at, the, at the Summer NAMM show. We kind of debuted it, and... Uh, they didn't. They weren't filming while they were setting up, but we got some pictures of the guy trying to set up the the microphone on the bud, and he's got this nine inch microphone trying to mic the six inch speaker and trying to like position oh. it so it was in front of the speaker, and it took him about ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. When your microphone's bigger than your amp, yeah, you exactly. got a problem. <laughs> Well, like so, you say, I've seen everything in yeah. my life. Today, we, like we saw a, 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 a mandolin player with a dolly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I guess I've seen everything. Why yeah. not a my nine-inch microphone with a right, right, exactly. Jack, you know? Yeah. So, um, and you've got some other new products. Yeah. So, uh, as you said, you know, there there are physical limitations to the six and it's a six and a half inch speaker. So, we just released the ten-inch version of the Bud, um, the Bud Ten, and. It's uh, it's just an incredible. You really like that. That's my. I think that's the best sound. Jazz amp ten. Yeah, that's the single channel version. Okay. So our uh, our single channel amps, the blue and the ten, they we kind of assume people are just going to be plugging guitars into them. So the frequency centers are a little more guitar specific. With the Bud and the Bud 10, it's two channels. We assume people will be using them for a variety of instruments or also plugging microphones into them. So they have an input gain control, so you can crank it up for a you know vocal mic. Um, and their frequency centers go from 80 to, I think, 7.2K, whereas the single channels are 100 to 3.6, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like... with Miles playing the mandolin. It's 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 a different type of so equalization. So you get, you get you a brighter need. sound. Yeah, if you, want if you wanted there. it. Yeah, and it's, it's I have I would love to play one of those. I you know that sounds really intriguing. Yeah, but um, well, we brought a couple with us. Does it <laughs> does it have a tweeter too? Like it the does. Other bud? Yep. Yeah. So they all have defeatable tweeters. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have standard feature set for amps now is a, a effects loop. Um, it's a TRS single TRS jack so you need a Y cable uh, an extension speaker output which is in parallel and a headphone and the nice thing about the headphone jack is it defeats the main speaker but the extension speaker out remains live so then you can use it like a head if you wanted to power like a 2x12 cabinet or something else completely I get it different. and you want to defeat just the just, being... yeah if you want to just defeat the 6.5 inch speaker or the 10 in the case of the 10s oh interesting and um, oh, wow 
and uh, and you also have the, the amp with the tube in it. Yeah, so new for this year is the Forte, and it's a 12AX7 preamp into the power amp that we were using with the Jazz Amp uh, that uh, my dad originally designed that Nate's modified, and uh, it's just ludicrously powerful, high headroom. Uh, it's really, uh, it, it, it allows you to get that kind of uh, more Fender-y vibe. Uh, it's an open back 12-inch speaker cabinet, uh, but without uh, the, the the problems of having to crank it up to get the warm tone uh, or you know, it not being loud enough, you know, like for, especially for jazz, like Princeton's a great amplifier until you have to crank it and then it's not so great for jazz you know? right right it gets dirty you yeah know? i mean yeah but that's 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 again always a problem you know you got to know your sweet spot yeah with those amps and it's, other various fragility right issues and so instability. we so we designed the forte to kind of be a more more on the fusion bluesier sort of side for people um a more traditional fendery kind of tone it's still definitely hendrickson the tone um it's uh but it's just got that that tube feel, you know, that the, the uh, personal feedback you get from, right. you know, playing with the tube and the compression and right and the latency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. It sounds great. So and so the company's doing well. I mean, yep. All in all, we've grown every year uh, since I hired Nate. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been it's been uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, great. So great. we're and and and. You also, I don't want to let you go without telling everybody about it because I'd love to see a whole lot of wankers there. You are sponsoring the Rocky Mountain oh, yeah. Archtop Guitar Festival. For those guys into jazz and archtop guitar, this is quite an event you've pulled together. And, and this is sort of an accident, much like the bud being put on Facebook, and right? Yeah, so a buddy of mine and I decided there should be a guitar show in Denver. And we were kind of putting it together. Everything was going okay. It was uh, that was sort of growing in different directions. Then we lost the venue for it, and we just decided to scrap it. And so, a couple months later, I was up uh, working, and I thought I just put something on Facebook, like, "Hey, I've got this big warehouse. What if we had, you know, six or seven people just come by, and we'll do just an archtop, you know, show?" We got so many responses that I went back to the hotel that's down the street and said, "Okay." there's going to be way too many nice guitars here for me to put them in my warehouse. So I worked with the hotel to get the, their ballroom and uh, the response was massive. People just wanted, not just the people who wanted to show guitars there, but people who wanted to like, yeah, I would love to see an archtop only guitar show. And between the players and the builders, uh, you know, what started off as just like a little post on Facebook has turned into, you know, everyone is, really excited about it and the whole town's behind it and all the businesses involved are just you know asking they really want to be a part of this and um, well so the, we want everybody who wants to go to kind of get in early you know yes. because it's going to obviously get real popular so tell us the details so it's uh you can see all the information at archtopfestival.com um that's how either bad or crazy an idea this is that archtopfestival.com was an available domain name well <laughs> so, you know uh or our facebook page is facebook slash uh 
Archtop Festival, and um, you'll see the uh, all the vendors that'll the luthiers and uh, companies that'll be there, and the players. Bruce will be there. Um, I will be there. Uh, and uh, it's just it's going to be fantastic. So we have we're trying to keep it super simple because we have a staff of four right now, and uh, so we have two ticket levels. Uh, the guitar show is $29. It's both days, Saturday and Sunday, September 21st and 22nd. Uh, there will be music around town that's no charge to get, there's no door charges. And uh, there'll be people playing Friday night and Saturday night as well. And the guitar show is Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then for $59, you get access to, you know, everybody that's playing is going to be doing a workshop. So we have 18 hours of workshops from people like Bruce, Corey Christiansen is going to be there, Sean McGowan, uh, Jimmy Bruno, uh, Bobby Broom, like this, wow, some really, fun. really world-class, uh, opportunities and so it's a it's an inexpensive ticket price for access to you know you can pick and choose you know what do you want to learn that day yeah and we thought it'd be a lot of fun to couple a guitar show along with an educational you know the workshop series again centered around the archtop guitar uh, which uh, it allows us to really focus on uh you know the types of people who play them and the types of people who build them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is great. I mean, what a wonderful festival and a great hang it'll be because yeah. we're all going to kind of be close together. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. It's all happening in the Hilton Garden Inn in Arvada, Colorado. And the uh, demos and the performances will be around the town, which is walking distance from the hotel. So it's just be like a little, you know, walkable festival. Great. Uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and it's September? September 21st and 22nd, mm-hmm. um, Saturday and Sunday. And recommend coming in Friday night because that's going to be a fun hang, too, at the yeah. hotel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, com or look us up on Facebook, Archtop Festival. And uh, you can email me from the website, uh, either of those. And if you have any questions about Henriks and amplifiers, same thing. Uh, you can email us off the website or give us a call at uh, henriksonamplifiers.com or mm-hmm. Facebook slash henriksonamps, I think, is our cool. Facebook and Instagram handle. Cool. Do you play? I've uh, never heard you play. No, that's a good, there's a good reason for that. <laughs> I play a little, but yeah. uh, my dad was, you know, he was the guitar player. Uh-huh. Uh, I play a little bit of bass mostly. Uh-huh. Um, I can hold a guitar. I know uh-huh. five or six chords, but... Uh, I keep telling myself one of these years I'm going to actually start practicing. And uh, John Story showed me a couple of exercises that I have s- since forgotten and didn't uh, write down. Well, so you know. I think I'll start a uh, maybe I'll start a video series like uh, turn me into a guitar player. <laughs> have a contest. Yeah, who was that? There was a uh, there was a TV reality show where they. There was some basketball player who was a terrible golfer and they tried to make him. I can't remember what <laughs> that was. It was hilarious. Yeah, you know, though. you could even like have a door prize for <laughs> Right, it, right, you right. Know, <laughs> everybody gets five minutes with you. The one that makes you better. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, get something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, wait, that was worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have well, to, I have to know, unlearn like, a lot of technique. I can't tell you how many people have told me they went to school, you know, for playing and felt like they came out worse yeah you know and, 
and I do live in fear that of a class action suit where all my students would get together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a heavy responsibility. Yeah, it, it just just you know, just like you've got right, right, right. You're right. not the only one. Like, oh no, yeah, I've ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I really, you know, I, every time I hear a great young student that I have, particularly at school, I go, don't fuck him up. It's the first thing I say to myself. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a that's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so, um, and and here you are at Cast. This is a whole different world of than the Archtop, obviously. Yep. But the uh, and you're getting a good response for your product yeah. from these people. Yeah, we've got a lot of. Uh, this was the first show that I went to where we sort of it dawned on me that we could branch out from the you know jazz guitar paradigms that. There's a lot of fingerstyle, flat top, acoustic players, and that that was another uh, realization when we made the bud is how good it sounded with transducer pickups, and uh, so a lot of the you know the fingerstyle. This whole convention is all about the Chet Atkins style, right. and, um, so the low frequency response of the bud really lends itself well to that kind of playing, and uh, everyone really liked it here, and so that was. Uh, 2016 I think was the first time we were here cool uh, yeah if you haven't been this is a fun place to hang out yeah I'm enjoying myself the hangs have been great the music's been great Uh, it's an odd collection of people yeah uh, from all walks of life and uh, they're stall as I understand this started out as Chet Atkins' fan club basically that they just still meet (laughs) Uh, yeah it's it's really great and it's heartwarming you know it's not as uh well, it, the average age is fairly advanced. It's it's not all that. Right, yeah. There's a lot of young players. There's a lot of kids around There's here. There's a lot of kids. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's a very multi-generational yep. event, which is good, really good to see. It yeah. goes well for the future of it. Uh, of course, some of the performers were really young last mm-hmm. night. And, uh, excellent. So. Yeah, they have a whole group here called the Young Thumbs, and they get together and play uh, uh, and it's kids yeah yeah it's the opposite of uh there's a hawaiian steel guitar show in fort collins for uh-huh. some reason fort collins colorado wow. i forget the story why it's in fort collins <laughs> but uh it's great it's a really cool thing but it does not have a lot of young people interested in it and it's kind of sad to see but this this thing's managed to catch a whole nother generation and it's wonderful really great. yeah and, uh yeah, um, I, I don't know what I expected, but it's different. It's different, yeah. yeah. That's what Sean told me when he told me to talk me into coming here. Yeah. He's like, man, it's it's great. It's weird, but it's great. <laughs> well, cool. Anything else you want to tell the wankers before? I mean, we're going to have you back once you come to LA. Sure, and sure. It'll be an official thing with Troy and Scott and right. everything. Or, well, maybe Scott. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But um, any uh, anything, last words you want to leave with the wankers? Um, no, just uh, thanks everybody who's uh, supported our, our work. I mean, it's been it's a labor of love for us, and we just we're just happy to be here and be a part of it. And it's uh, it's fun, it's uh, um, challenging, and we've got a lot of new stuff coming out over the next year or two. And um, uh, I don't want to ruin it by mentioning anything now but keep your eyes peeled we got some stuff coming out and it's gonna be fun and so uh just yeah if anybody listening if you ever have any 
questions or your comments or anything, we're really accessible. Uh, I'm the one who answers the phone if you call it on the website. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I want to thank you also for just, you know, beyond the, the product that has really helped me, you know, you know, navigate my advanced age, <laughs> experience, you know, experience in the music, but also um, just how, how much you're committed to the community. I mean, yeah. I know I talked to you, uh, Mesro, they had the... When I called, I was playing there, and they had a crappy app. That was that was what he actually said. Do you have a guitar app? He says, yeah, but it's really shitty. You know, <laughs> and I, and I called you, and you said, well, no, they need a good house amp, and you know, and you made that happen. And, yeah. And that commitment to the community, along with building a great product, is going to uh, is the way things should be done. I don't right. know if it makes business sense, but damn, I think it's the way it should be. Well, done. some. The music equipment industry is a lot like the music business in general. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Nobody really should be doing this for a living, but uh, it's it's a passion thing, and yeah. we really uh, we take a lot of pride in how of being a part of a community. You know, that's it's important to us, and um, that's one of the reasons we want to do this Archtop Festival is because we can and we should. Right. You know. Right. Uh, it's uh it's it's important well good well thank you for that and uh come back early and often and uh good luck with the show here and i know we'll get sean on yep so you know he'll be talking about stuff and uh keep wanking great thanks bruce (laughs) (laughs) thanks peter